Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. As usual, it's me, G, and I am joined as usual by the lovely Betty and Ola. How are you girls? Good, how are you? What's going on? Good. How are you? Very like, good, thank Betty you. I'm <laughs> It's going so well so far. I am doing so well because we are very, very lucky and thrilled today to have the lovely Miss Sarah Kate joining us today. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. We've been looking forward to this for so long. Like so long. we've been talking about it so much. We have. This is a big deal. Big things are happening for you. Yeah, it's big crazy. It's the series really took off. I didn't quite expect it. So it's, it's been, been amazing. And yeah. so for those of you who are listening and you're hiding under a rock for some reason, Sarah Kay is the author of the Salacious Players Club series, uh, which the first book, Praise, sort of just took off a little while ago and sort of became a little bit of a phenomenon, well-deserved phenomenon. It's a great book. Love the other one. It has a cult following now. Like this is, it is serious. This is a serious situation. Serious situation. It kind of does. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's yeah, for sure. Nice. So, how did you initially get into writing romance books? Um. So, I have always wanted to be a storyteller of some sort, and so I um spent a few years trying to figure out what kind of writer I wanted to be and what genre I wanted to write and kind of you know played around with young adult and fantasy and things and nothing was really quite fitting and I always looked at ro I was a big romance reader but I always looked at romance authors as sort of being just these very brave you know um authors who you know weren't afraid to just go for it and I did not have the guts for a while until um I think, you know, finally 2018, I was like, you know what, fuck it, like, let's, let's just do it. And so I started a pen name and just started, um, you know, writing romance. And so, um, yeah, it was, it, it took me a long time to really get the guts. And then I think once I did, I, you know, it's, it, I started out really mild. If you were to go back to like my, my first books, <laughs> it's kind of mild compared to, what I write now but um, you went hard you know, in gravity now I-, I was about to say because the first ones I read were gravity and gravity is like that is intense I can't yeah, imagine I-, <laughs> I can't imagine you being mild because that was the first series I read by you and that is yeah wow I mean that was uh my fifth or sixth maybe sixth book um and so I think by that point I'm and I'm, I'm I know what scene you're talking about um I think by the the time I got to that point so that everyone knows what we're talking about sorry it's like the son and dad Eiffel Tower this girl oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) you're 
you're you're forgetting the best part. It was also oh, Christmas. Yeah. It was. Oh yeah. Christmas. <laughs> she got spit Happy roasted. Christmas. You're gonna get Eiffel Towers. <laughs> So, you know, I got to that book and I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. You know, like feeling, writing that book, especially a feeling sort of like, um, I've set it up. I've set up this love triangle with a father and a son. Like, I feel like I would have been cheating my readers if I didn't have that scene, you know, like it just had to, <laughs> it had to be there. I set it all up. Like, why not? So, yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> Were there any particular authors, like you said that you were a pro- like a prolific romance reader, were there any particular authors that really made you want to start writing romance or like spicy, smutty books? Um, so my gateway drug of <laughs> romance was the J.R. Ward Black Dagger Brotherhood oh series. Oh my god, that was my <laughs> one as well. I love yes. that series. Yes. And I read those back in like 2010 when I don't even think Kindle had, I don't even think Kindle Unlimited was a thing yet. I'm not sure, but I didn't, I didn't read, I read paperbacks. And so like back in that Mm -hmm. day, I remember like having to call all the Barnes and Nobles around me. Like, do you have book six? I need book six. Like right now (laughs) I'm willing to drive two hours. I'll do it. Like, that's how you, that's how it was back in the day when you wrote a series and you, you know, needed to finish it, wanted to binge it. Um, And so I don't obviously write, you know, paranormal because that's like a vampire, I don't know, urban fantasy or paranormal, Mm. I'm not sure, but um so that's, you know, a little bit different than what I write, but it sort of led into, um, you know, me reading other series like that. Um, and of course, I mean, I don't think any of us can, can dismiss, uh, like 50 shades of gray and the, uh, effect that had on a lot of us, um, because that's that was, some re- you know, that was a really yeah. smutty book. And I know people say, well, stuff is smuttier now or whatever. But to be as mainstream as it was and to be, you know, she obviously wasn't indie, but she kind of started that way. And so um, that, I think, was a big gateway for a lot of people. And we, we you know, we can't really dismiss it. It, it really was influential. So for sure. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that you got into it with J.R. Ward as well, because I thought that, like, I was the only other person <laughs> to read this, because <laughs> these girls aren't, like, super big on fantasy, but I've always been, like, a bit of a fantasy reader. But there's, like, 20 Black Dagger Brotherhood books now. I know. I kind of fell off at one point. I don't remember which book was the last yeah. one, um, but I know they're still making them. And I, I like, pick them yeah. up, and I was like, man, I'm so far behind. I can't, I can't even catch up. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have a current favorite book at the moment that you're reading um my current favorite book at the moment um so I am like into I'm really in my like c- cozy monster era um thanks to TikTok I've like been picking up all these on <laughs> nice. TikTok um so I never read anything like what I'm writing I cannot keep those wires (laughs) like separated they get crossed so um like if I'm writing obviously like age gap sex club BDSM I'm reading something very different which like right now has been cozy monster romances which 
are so fun. And so I recently read the morning glory. What was it? Morning, morning glory, glory milking. milking. I was telling the girls about it. We have to do it. We have to do it <laughs> because I can't deal with the one liter. I think, what is it? Eight ounces or 28? Oh, how many ounces is one liter? I don't know. The one liter of semen. It blows my mind every single time I think about it. How much is it? How much is it? Eight ounces? No, 28. I don't even know. I just, yeah, it's it's one liter. Just a little milk jug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a lot. But it's, it's surprisingly wholesome. Like it's. We were saying this with Lita Hendrix. It is so sweet, but it is just so wrong. (laughs) It's, it's, yeah, it's, I, I think it's a blast. And then I recently read it was like monsters and muscles or something. And it was like, he's, oh, nice. he's a wolf. Yeah. And he owns a gym and it's so cute and sweet and like very normal. I, I don't know. I enjoy it. So I will tell gym. you that the author who released Morning Glory Milking Farm released a new book and the name is incredible and I will find it and later when I find it I'll tell you guys what it's called because it is incredible and I forgot to mention it recently and I was like this just triggered it so please keep going I mean yeah talk about like guts to write whatever you want like she released a book called the morning glory milking farm (laughs) I can't this next one is really intense as well I can't wait to read it yeah that's one thing that's like I, my flatmate asked me recently if I ever get sick of reading smart books and I was like but it's not like a genre in itself it's just every genre you can think of all like the craziest there's so shit. many yeah, yeah but just with sticks there's so many directions so, it can yeah. go maybe mafia sweet dark you know like fantasy exactly. like whatever there's so much it's, yeah it's anything between fucking the the sun and the moon and all <laughs> things in between um, All things for, <laughs> just for our listeners out there maybe the ones that quite haven't quite picked up your books yet could you please give us just like a brief overview or premise of the salacious players club series sure so the series is uh based around obviously a sex club or a kink club um, and the first four books are um, each of the owners so there are four owners and um, the first book starts off with um, praise, and it is revolved around praise kink. So each book has its own sort of kink that the uh, characters either discover they have or um, are learning more about and things like that. So, um, yeah. And uh, there are two more coming. So obviously not owners, but um, yeah. We're we so excited know about them. <laughs> we do tell us everything immediately. <laughs> also, I found the book name. It's Moon Blooded Breeding Clinic. Oh my See? gosh, that's that's <laughs> so like excited. sorry, that's so like creative. Oh, I love it. Please, keep, it's about vampires I, you, breeding. You, oh, you, can get, you got me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for me. interrupting, but please keep going. Tell us everything about the two new books. Yes, yes. So we were so happy to learn that you'd been sort of signed with a publisher for to get an additional two mm-hmm. novels as well. Um, is there anything that you can tell us about, like who the main characters might be, or what kinks or tropes might be involved in the new ones? So I haven't officially announced who the two characters are, but I, it's like who you're thinking it is. That's who it is. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, 
and I if don't Sarah know can't yet. say it, G, you say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, although, exactly although you did thinking. You did post that because I saw it on your was it on your story or your post and you were like how could I say goodbye with characters like Eden and Ronan Cade so you sort of said it yourself yeah (laughs) in the uh in the acknowledgments of mercy it's like at the end so it's been Uh, announced here ladies and gentlemen we always (laughs) pull it out of authors we're like you don't really have a choice we, I swear to God, we got every single one of Megan Quinn's books for like the next two years, and like the full synopsis as well. Yeah, it happens in every one of these like interviews. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll just tell you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, have a feeling. A, okay, so this is just um, this is my speculation. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. if we're gonna have Mistress Eden, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if it'll be like quite femdom again because you've just done mercy but maybe it'll be like she meets her equal is it gonna be like that uh i will let you on this secret i don't know yet (laughs) okay (laughs) i honestly don't know yet Um, you need to have g on your like mind board yeah we could do like board meetings and she'll help you out (laughs) yeah i I, i'm very intimidated by her and a little scared to write her book but um i i do know that i don't know i don't want to say too much but um <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't want to say too much but i, okay, I do know right. what you can't stop so, because then we don't let you stop so it's better to just be safe <laughs> than sorry yeah yeah Oh man, it is so yeah. exciting though. And you were also getting new, um, like, uh, what are they called? Like this, like the covers that don't have naked men the on disc- the front. Discreet. Discreet covers. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Covers without naked. Yes. Men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All of mine have clothes on. I just, yeah. 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 Um, um, for you, what's your personal favorite? book out of the salacious players club do you have like a favorite that you've written so far it changes every time somebody asks me but um uh, it's so hard to say um i will say they're each my favorite for a different reason so um praise is obviously my favorite because it was just the first one um and was a lot of fun to write uh eyes on me was my favorite because it was really personal and it was also the hardest to write. <laughs> it gave me a lot of trouble. Um, and I think for that reason, it kind of has a special place in your heart. You know, when a book is, or a character, I guess I should say, here it was really difficult. Um, but it, that one was the most personal. And it, so for that reason, it was my favorite. Um, Give Me More was my favorite because it was the easiest to write and the <laughs> most fun. It was the most fun book to write. Probably the most fun book I've ever written. Um, like just the perfect combination of like road trip romance, menage, the kink was great. Like everything, the characters were great. You know, that whole, that whole book was uh, yeah. just awesome. If I could just write a thousand more, <laughs> just like that would be great. <laughs> um, and then Mercy really took me by surprise. And I ended up relating a lot more to Maggie than I expected to. And so for that reason, that one's still kind of my favorite. And I think Bo is my favorite character of the series because I love a redemption 
and I love a brat, and he's got both of those. So, yeah, Bo was like yeah. a really good character to sort of like he just slotted into that storyline so well because you already did sort of have like a little bit. You were like from praise, obviously, you were like, oh, he's just going to be like a shitty young man, you know. But then like just the depth that um, yeah mercy sort of bought him was really really good thanks i'm glad that Uh, (laughs) glad you guys think that because he was definitely very hateable when you were supposed to hate him obviously you know yeah can i ask about the second book why was it so personal for you that one um so you, you know going into that book uh i really thought like okay this is gonna be so great garrett is like Mr. Fun, Mr. Joke Guy, like the laid back guy with all the funny lines, you know. And as I started to write it, um, he kind of, it was one of those situations that I know people probably think this is crazy, but like every author out there will get it. But like you can make a plan for your characters and your characters can be like, nope, I'm not doing that. That's not the situation. I'm doing something different. Um, And so as I was trying to write that book, and he just was not doing what I needed him to do, I realized that, you know, he has something darker under the surface that I didn't see. And it took a lot of kind of back and forth um, consideration of whether or not I was going to include all of that because praise for the most part was very light and fun. It had some depth, like with her sister, and things like that but um it was for the most part pretty light and I thought oh god I don't you know want to hit my readers with this like depressed character um if they're expecting something fun and you know light and ended up at the end of the day going I just need I just need to tell it the way that he's saying I have to tell it you know and really coming out of that not learning myself I mean that you know you can be depressed and sexy and horny and sad and go through really dark times and still be the fun guy you know and relating a lot of that to my personal experience first experience of you know people in my family and um yeah just and and so glad that I ended up just telling it the way that it was because I have received numerous messages from readers who related to him and um, really appreciated that perspective and absolutely you know I'm I love that book so yeah yeah we love it too it is an amazing book and I think you're right like this the story like what you said about how Garrick sort of became this character the story does it feeds itself I don't I couldn't imagine it any other way yeah. Now after yeah. reading it and reading the rest of them too. How does it um how did it feel to be able to reach people like that? Because obviously when praise sort of took off and became the success, you would have had uh, so many more people reading your book. So how does it feel to know that you're sort of in people's lives in this way? Like how does that affect you? It's really it's really surprising and um you know, uh to you know, hear from so many people that um, the series is almost for them started a movement in a way of um, 
and what it's meant to them, you know, because I set out to like write this sort of just kinky series and then ended up, I think, especially with Eyes on Me and then and then with Give Me More and Mercy, just writing it a lot more empowerment and these messages of, um, you know, female sexuality and, and owning your sexuality and not being ashamed. And um, so it's been really amazing. And I feel humbled by the response that I've gotten from everybody um, and what, what it's really meant to them. And so it's very, you know, inspiring to me as well, you know, going, okay, I'm like, what, what do I do next? You know? And I know like, you know, Eden's book is just going to be the grand finale icing on the cake. So um, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. Yeah, I can't even imagine the feeling. It must be so strange. But I feel like, yeah, you're on your <laughs> way to being, strange. yeah, I feel like you're on your way to being labeled like a like feminist kink icon. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Me, like that's the funniest thing. Like, yeah. um, speaking of kink and stuff as well, because that. these books, they do sort of showcase, obviously it's a kink club, a sex club. Mm-hmm. What sort of research do you have, did you have to do to sort of make sure you were... Uh, staying true to these kinks and uh, yeah absolutely yeah um so I am not I've never been to a sex club (laughs) we get that I get asked that a lot um I don't even know if I have one around here to be totally honest so people are like oh we have one and I'm like that really I didn't even know they actually existed um so I have um for each book at least one or two members of the kink community professional doms um i've got a rope bondage professional um you know people who are really eager to read them give me feedback because they want you know the same thing that i want which is to send out an inspirational obviously you know these are not meant to be like sorry my mic is falling out um these are not meant to be like rope bondage professional is the one on instagram i think you posted about them before and holy shit if you guys i don't know what their instagram name is but you need to plug them because it is incredible yeah she's got a couple so she's got like kindle coffee it's her name her first name is claudia it's it's the kindle coffee and i can i can find the link and and send you she's got a couple She's I recommend stunning. going through Sarah's and, Instagram and finding it because I've never seen anything yeah. like it. Um, and I, you know, it's like they all have this. They all want the same thing. We, you know, we want it to inspire people, especially women, to um, explore, you know, their sexuality in new ways, and you know, to not be intimidated by um, kink, and so to showcase it in a way that makes it very accessible to everybody and um you know to have some fun it's supposed to be fun have some fun with it and you know make it you're supposed to relate to the characters in that way you know in the way that like maggie was learning you know what it meant to be a dom and um you know it's very i feel like relatable because she didn't think that that was ever you know she was ever going to be like that so yeah they've been they've been very helpful it's been very fun to learn also my search uh history is a hot mess so (laughs) (laughs) my my 
you know, if you were to go through my search history, everything that Maggie used on Bow, I had to Google. And I didn't even bother with like the private tab or the incognito <laughs> tab. My my CIA agent or whoever is over, you know, looking over all my search engines, like, what what in the fuck is this lady up to now? <laughs> <laughs> I loved um so. when you do your like when you did your promotional stuff for Mercy, like on your Instagram, um, I loved the quote, what was it? Um, I don't want to hurt him, I just want to punish him. And I was like, Oh my god, it's so good. That was like one of my favorite bits of it. Like it made me so excited for the book to come out. Yeah. Didn't we all want to punish him? I mean, like, I knew I knew going into Mercy what everybody wanted to see, and that was for Bo to be to suffer, <laughs> for <laughs> Bo to suffer, and then you know, obviously redeem himself. But we, you know, I, so I tried. Think, to... um, yeah, I think as well, like talking about like the way that you've written your books, and obviously having the input of members of the kink community. Like when I read Mercy, I was like, huh, maybe I could be a dom. You know, like you can so easily put yourself like, and it's that's so accessible. No, you could not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. Very much not. Betty is like likely to be a dumb in this group. Betty would fuck you up, but I don't know about you two. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the beauty of it, because she felt so relatable, especially because she was like new mm. to her dom journey. I was like, man, if I had dom tendencies, like I would probably be like this. It was amazing. After Mercy came out, I feel like everybody on Instagram or everybody, you know, passed around that quiz. And if you haven't taken that quiz, it's a, you could Google it, like BDSM kink quiz or like .org or something. And you can take it and get like the same kind yeah, of results that Maggie, that Maggie What did you get, Betty? She got Tom for sure. Just the ones that you would expect from my personality. Yes, Dom. <laughs> That's such a non-answer. That I can't believe you would tell us the results of your case. I, I honestly can't, I can't remember, to be honest. It was such a long time ago. It went around in high school when, like, everybody was, like, discovering, like, what kink even was. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I think we're trying to get somebody to come onto the podcast to quiz us to find out what our personal kinks are. Um, yeah, So that should. will be interesting. It'll be a fun day. This is going to be so weird, but I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> One last question as well, just because I feel like we have to know. Um, okay. If you could pick any of your leading men from the Salacious Players Club, who would you want to actually be with in real Slash life? Slash woman. Slash woman. Oh, any person, sorry, I should say. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um... I'm gonna say Drake. Yeah, because he's just—he's just fun. He's fun and he's bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. And I, even even though it would be a good time, I mean, if I could get like the Hunter Drake like package, that would be <laughs> better. <laughs> A lot of people say yeah. that. They're like, we really like it. But then we look at the logistics and we're like, what are you going to do about laundry? Like, what are you going to do about like, <laughs> My friends ask me this as well because they're like, you guys have talked about polyamory a few times. And I'm like, you know what? I would do it in a heartbeat. Honestly, I would. But like, 
do I want to have to like clean 12 pairs of underwear if I have 12 guys living with me? Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, 12 is a lot. That yeah, but listen, if I'm going to go in, Sarah, I'm going all in. <laughs> What's your favorite oh, sex scene that you've written? That's what we all actually really want to know. Oh, yeah. Any particular ones that have stood out? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, my favorite sex scene that I've written. Uh, I think about them all a lot. Uh, so just sticking with salacious, um, I think I would say the, um, the, sorry, I cannot think of the, the food fight scene and give me more. Oh, nice. Yeah. With the, with the DVP. Um, (laughs) Yeah, love it. Like you're, you've got a lot of DVP going in Gravity and stuff, which I love. Salacious, but Gravity was like my introduction to actual like two guys, one chick. So this is a big deal for me, <laughs> right? You you introduced something for like I well, I recently read it, a book called Ten Men, thanks to your introduction <laughs> <laughs> to lots oh of dicks, and like the just... second book, I think it is like in the duet. Holy crap! girl yeah i was gonna say like uh, gravity is kind of nothing compared to free fall if you like continue on (laughs) i recommend the next level i know we're meant to be talking about salacious but i did have to bring this up because it was like my introduction to lots of penises and i'm very excited about it (laughs) i think we're gonna have to read that sorry (laughs) yeah free fall was hectic loved it yeah it was hectic did you lot. do anything to um celebrate when praise just all of a sudden like blew up like just expanded oh. into this crazy thing i i know i was <laughs> i was so shocked um i did not expect this at all it was very exciting um but it all happened um you know sort of gradually and i kind of expected like Oh, you know, praise. Wow. It really, it really shot up there. You know, I'm like, okay, that was cool. That was cool. That happened, you know, and I'm going to release the second book and we're all going to see it just sort of do okay. You know, and then it shot up there. And, um, I think by, by the time give me more came out, I was like, okay, this is a thing like this is, (laughs) this is a whole different ball game now. Um, and I, my husband is, you know, he's constantly like, we need to celebrate. Like, I got to get you something. We've got to like, you know, and I'm like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I'm, I don't know like how to celebrate this or how to react or how to be. So, um, yeah, it's just been really crazy. Um, there's like a, there's a, there's like release day rules, which is like, mom doesn't cook dinner on on release day. Mom doesn't like clean or do anything. Everybody... (laughs) sort of pampers mom on that day which is really sweet so uh, but that's really about it like I don't I, I don't even know how to how to react anymore it's just been crazy I like that I like your release day rules that's really nice that is really <laughs> like you sweet get, just you get to just sit down and relax and everybody just sort of takes care of everything around you exactly there's not a lot of work to be done it's usually everything's done you're kind of just glued to your phone or yeah. you know responding yeah. to things and so it's like you know, the least I have, the less I have to do around the house, the better. So 
kids what's are... your um like your writing schedule like do you have like what how long do you normally set aside for you to like sit down and write a book so uh usually about two to three months um it takes me about two months to write the first draft um and or I like to say like you know um eight weeks yeah because I write about a chapter a day anyway um and then you know it goes to the editors and things like that so I'm usually trying to overlap projects so um you know by the time one goes to the editor I'm ready to start sort of planning the next one and so I constantly have stuff going uh, after salacious, I was like, I'm taking a, I'm taking a little break. <laughs> I just need a minute. Um, so I'm, I am currently writing, um, but I'm just no pressure, kind of just taking my time and having some fun with it. And, Good for you. This um, whole like yeah. expectation from authors to push out books every three months blows our minds. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's no, I've, it's not. It is. And, and I knew that I wanted to release the series kind of fast. I thought, I, you know, I want to grab some momentum and really just do it really fast. It was very fast. They were like every other month. Um, and I don't, I'm not releasing anything for the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm like taking some time off. So um, yeah. And then next year it's only, I'm only releasing four, which is still a lot, but you know, for, for indie authors, we do have, we do have to meet a different, demand um than traditional authors so yeah yeah we had a discussion with um Jackie Walker about Mm -hmm. that as well about like the the pressures on indie authors because you are you don't really have that support of a publishing company like the the PR sort of I guess that they have so you do you just need to keep on pushing things out just to keep up with the demand yeah when there's a, a great deal more competition you know there's a lot more which is you know great there's a lot of authors out there but you want to stay relevant your name has to keep coming up you know and so you have to be um putting out books pretty pretty often so yeah I think you definitely deserved a break because I think with salacious you've you've got your foothold now so I think you can afford to take a break you know like people are always (laughs) going to come back to read I reckon people like no matter when you release the next um salacious book people will come back for it it's not like gonna... west. <laughs> yeah. now she's kind of like a once like a Jane. year yeah. now and people are still mm. going hard on her books yeah. if you think about like um authors that are with publishing companies i reckon especially fantasy authors that do these crazy long series and they only release like one one a year or one every two years and people hold on for those you know like mm-hmm. i reckon yeah, some romance authors deserve that too. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We yeah. do. As our final question as well, do you have any advice for any like young aspiring uh, female authors wanting to get into get into the business? Um. Yeah. Uh. So, like I was saying before, it, it really takes. You know, I feel like guts. Um at least it did for me. I'm sure maybe some people aren't as afraid of it as I was going in. Um, but to really just go for it and um, to not feel so ashamed or afraid or um, let that, you know, sort of fear of people knowing, um, you have to really own it and just go for it. And uh, definitely, you know, network and find your people because I feel like once you find your people, 
and um, you know other authors uh, it's you know it's kind of opens the doors for you and you don't feel so alone and it's it's great it's a great community um, I love being a part of it so yeah nice that was nice. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today we've had such a good time and we hope you did too I did thank and- you I hope everybody that is listening to this has either already read Salacious Players Club or is about to go out and get it (laughs) because it is amazing (laughs) and it has definitely become a bit of a staple in the romance world at the moment. So, I mean, honestly, you really should be reading it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say you read romance if you don't read Salacious Players Club. Exactly. (laughs) So them's the rules now. (laughs) Them's the rules. All right. And yeah, so thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. And thank you, everybody else, for listening. Um, Thank you so much. Next week, we will be reading Collide by (laughs) Gail McHugh. (laughs) Do you want to read that? I never do this. You always bust this up. I never remember the author's name. You've got to write it down beforehand. Yeah, I know, but I just. I always just have, I always just end up like really speedily typing into my Goodreads going like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can I, what, 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 do I, should I read you the whole exit? Just, no, just, just the, the, the intro, yeah. All right. And next week we will be reading Collide by Gail McHugh. I picked this one, so you stuck with me for another week hosting, but we're going to have Ooh. a good time. We'll see everybody yeah, next week. Cry. And- <laughs> I don't think it's a crying one. Oh, good. I'm excited. This is actually, this will be our first adultery Ooh. trope book. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. I decided, I decided we deserved a little spice yep. in our lives. A little spice? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.